Hi, and welcome to the Emmy Awards. Um, I've decided I'm going to stop saying the number that the episode is because you don't care. Um, look, I'm going to be honest for a second. So I normally, I put a lot of thought into these podcasts. I take notes. I have plans. I have things I'm going to say. But um, I'm going through a bit of a depressive episode right now, and I don't have structured notes for this podcast um so sorry if it's not the best episode ever of of everything I'm, I'm doing my best and um I think I'm just gonna talk about what my life looks like right now how I'm feeling about everything I'm just I'm gonna talk about how I'm feeling I guess for an hour Um, and if that's annoying to you, then you don't have to watch this episode. Um, it's not like a ton of people watch these anyway, and at this point it's mostly like, I'm learning a lot about audio editing, about video editing, um, like this right now for me is just for fun and I'm enjoying it, but, um, since it's mostly just for myself right now, And I know, like, in a year, I'm really going to appreciate, like, looking back at these and being like, how was I doing in my life? Whether the podcast is still happening then or not, like, it'll be nice to look back on. I watch old vlogs on my YouTube channel, and it's, like, fun. Um, Especially because there are some from right when COVID, like, struck, and I was moving around campus when I was at Kenyon, and everybody else, like, went home and it's really nice even though I didn't like document a ton of it it is nice to just see like the the parts that I did document and watch back and think back to the fact that that was two years ago it feels like a lifetime ago um but yeah so I'm, I'm just gonna talk about how things are going in my life right now because I'm not doing too well and um What is this podcast if not a place where I can just talk uninterrupted for an hour? Um, So yeah, my name's Emmy for anybody who's stumbling upon this for the first time and you don't know who I am. This is my podcast, the Emmy Awards. Um, It doesn't have a specific theme, just about whatever I want. Um, I will have another episode coming at some point soon about my favorite and least favorite things about my time at Kenyon. I, I talked about like that time in my life, but I did so more chronologically than like talking about like things I liked about the school and things I didn't. I wanted to, but I kind of like in my brain, I wanted to get through like the, the story of my four years there. And I didn't, I wasn't able to fully be like, these are the things I like about Kenyon. These are the things I don't like about Kenyon. Um, and I would like to do that. So I'm going to be doing that in a future episode, um, but not this one. I have an article coming out for, um, that I wrote like my last semester at Kenyon. And it's finally coming out soon. So whenever it comes out, I'm going to make an episode um, talking about my time at Kenyon more to kind of so then I can link the article. Who cares? You do, if you're watching this. Um, And I'll probably make an episode about Gilmore Girls soon. I don't know if I should hold the microphone when I talk, but I might try this if it's fun. But, um, yeah. I don't have a very steady hand, so I'm like... Anyways, oh, God. I should have had notes. So, anyways. 
how, what's up with my life? You know, like what's going on? Look, I am unemployed. I live with my parents, you know, very glamorous post grad life that I'm living here in Maryland with my parents. And I just, I think, let me just explain kind of like why I'm not doing too well right now. I wasn't expecting to have a job like three months out of graduating. Like I, I didn't think it was going to be like quick. Like I, that's not, I guess, why I'm like upset or I don't know if I'm upset. I'm just kind of, I'm going through a funk. I, I didn't think I was going to have a job by now or anything. Like, I didn't think I was going to be living in a new apartment, like, come April. And, like, I like did I hope? Sure. Did I think that that was going to be my reality? Probably not. Like, I didn't think that that was going to happen. However, I'm starting to get disheartened and, like, not, not disheartened. I'm starting to get discouraged because um, I've made no progress. Like... I didn't think I was going to have a job right now. Or if I did have a job, I didn't think it was going to be like my dream job and like my dreams. Like I, I'm just starting to feel discouraged because I haven't even like had an interview or moved further along in any application process. Um, it, yeah, it's just, it, it's getting really frustrating because I, just want somebody to give me an interview, like if I'm being honest, um, because I know that I'm capable and I have skills and like that I would be a really good worker. And I just feel like my resume doesn't. So I'm, I'm looking specifically, I've been applying to a variety of jobs, but I'm looking, my, my dream job would be in some kind of publication design, whether that's um, newspapers or magazines or even books. I'm I'm into like I've I've been applying to those too, even though I only have experience with like journalistic publications. Um, that's my dream job, and like I know that I would be good at it. Like I ha- I have skills, you know, a, a set of skills um, that I'm sure I would be capable at like a lot of jobs. But like a job where I know I could really like do an incredible job would be if I was designing a newspaper or magazine um, because it's what I know best and it's what I'm best at and I just know I have the qualifications to do that Um, but more than anything I really just have been looking at graphic design jobs so I've been applying to like a wide variety of graphic design type jobs like not just um, media ones but um I just feel like my resume doesn't fully like capture how well like I know like graphic design because I I the only position I have on there that shows like that I'm good at graphic design is like the my college newspaper I was the design editor of that but it's like I I wasn't just randomly the design editor of that like I was like the design editor, we called it production manager, but I was that for two years in high school. Um, and I got the job as a rising junior when they gave it, they normally gave it to rising seniors. Like I, I know what I'm doing when it comes to InDesign. I, I like went, we went to like the Columbia Scholastic Press Association convention, like three of the four years I was on the newspaper, um, my high school newspaper. And like every time like we would get feedback from people, I learned a lot about like, 
newspaper design. Um, I did a summer course there for like a week and my sister learned about graphic design and she taught me and I learned, like, I, I know this stuff like very well. Um, I also just feel like I have a really good like gut for like, like an eye for design. Um, I've always been a very visual person. It's why I like photography as well. Like I just, I don't know. And I just, I feel like my, my resume doesn't fully capture like how well I know it and how much I care about it and how well I would do if somebody were to give me the chance. But then I pour my heart out in cover letters and I like, I swear to God, I feel like nobody's reading any of the cover letters I'm writing. And it's just frustrating. And I never had any internships because, um, because I, I worked at a photography studio the summer before my junior year of college. And then, um, like, if you know about my college experience, I was just, I was not doing well mentally. So getting a job and like internships and none of that was ever like a thought or a priority for me. And maybe it should have been, but I feel like when you're struggling so much with your mental health, like your main priority is to just be well and be stable. And then eventually like start doing well in school if you're me and you've been having a hard time in school. Like that stuff for me wasn't a thought because I I wasn't thinking about my future. It was like, how am I going to like make my life right now, like worth living and manageable? So I just like, honestly, I feel like I'm kind of behind. And then I like get mad at myself for feeling that way because I'm like, life isn't a race, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. So it's just hard because I don't have a lot of internship experience. Like I don't have any internship experience. The only like non-Kenyan job I ever had was at, besides like my high school newspaper, which I don't even have on my resume because I don't know if that's relevant at this point. I just mentioned in my cover letter. Um, is like I, I worked at a photo studio um, the summer before junior year. Or yeah, summer 2019, I worked at a photo studio. Um, and it was, it was fine. And like, the thing is, I've, I've started, when I started applying to jobs in December, I was looking specifically like for newspaper design, like magazine design, that kind of stuff. Honestly, everybody I know who works in newspapers is like, people always need designers. Like you'll be fine. And design is such a great skill. And I swear to God, I've seen like maybe three like newspaper design jobs posted in like the time I've been applying to jobs. I mean, there are a lot in like California, not California, in like Florida or places I don't want to live. Like I could get a newspaper design job probably if I was like looking in Ohio or something. Um, I haven't even seen that many for like Maryland or anything. Um, Like I, I'm not trying to get a job around here because I want to move eventually and I don't want to like get settled in this area because I don't want to live in this area but um maybe eventually I will start applying to I I've applied to some jobs in DC um but at first I was just looking for like newspaper design jobs um ideally in California I'm trying to move to California um and like I don't know maybe my my narrow my my application requirements or whatever are too narrow like maybe I should look for jobs nearby like maybe you know I don't know I I don't know 
Like maybe I'm doing this whole thing wrong, right? Maybe I am. I don't know. This is just my approach to it because um, I don't know. Like I, I don't have any savings. I can't like move out. I don't have any money. Um, and my parents aren't going to like pay rent for me in a place if I don't have a job or any prospects. And I wouldn't want them to either because then I'd like – it end up becoming a loan and I'm not trying to like be in debt to my parents when I can just live at home. Um, they don't have to pay rent for a place. Like I have a room and it, it's just a lot more convenient. I'm the only one of my siblings who's like lived at home after graduating. Um, and, but anyways, I feel like I'm all over the place. My point is that when I started applying to jobs, I was very specifically looking for like one type of job, which was like newspaper or magazine design um, in California. At first I was looking anywhere in California. I'm like San Francisco, San Diego, like somewhere else in California. I don't really care. Um, even though ideally I'd, I'd rather live in the San Diego, Los Angeles area, either of those two major cities are my like ideal location. Um, and you may be like, I mean, why do you want to move to California? And, um, I just want to, okay? I, <laughs> I, maybe this is like silly or whatever. Um, but I would, I would really, it would be a dream for me to one day work in like entertainment. Okay. It would. Do I think that, I am this amazing, talented, beautiful, like show-stopping, breathtaking person. No, but I do know I have certain skills which, like, I would I would do really well in like a journalism job. Like I would. So I also like the thing is. So I, I I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, because what do I have to do with my time except think about my life? Nothing. So like. I live with my parents right now and I applied to this one job that I got a call back for and I've never like it's the only job that's called that's contacted me back and it was like for a newspaper design job in Annapolis and I was talking to my parents because I was like I don't know it's like a, a bit of a drive and my dad was like you can just get an apartment in Annapolis and I was like the thing is I don't want to live in Maryland like I don't want to live in Maryland I don't want to live in DC. Um, like I, I, you know, I, I didn't have the best time in high school and like, I never saw myself coming back here, but I think like now as an adult and looking at it more of like, what do I want out of my life? For me, it's become less like, I don't want to live with my parents. I don't want to live in the area I grew up. And more like I started looking at like this area and like DC and being like, do I want to live in DC? And the answer just overwhelmingly was like no for me. Um, I I don't I don't want to live in DC. It's a nice city, like it's fine, but I I don't want to live in DC. I feel like so many of the jobs I'm applying to are like, like okay, I'm not making any sense. This episode is a disaster. But like ten people watch this, so. Um, I lost my train of thought. I need to stop insulting myself, okay? This is fun. Who cares if people don't watch? I don't. I'm enjoying myself. My parents stopped watching. My parents watched the first two episodes, and now they're like, we don't have time. I need to teach my mom how to listen to the to it, like, it's music, like, like on 
Spotify so she can do it while she's cleaning because she thought she just had to watch it. And she's like, I don't have time to watch like an hour. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I'm going on a tangent. So like I, and this is no hate to DC, okay? I grew up here, like I enjoy DC, but, and maybe it's because I grew up here and I had a lot of family come visit when I was younger. So I feel like I've, I've seen DC plenty. I've been to every single museum. Like it just, one, it's not exciting and I want a change in my life. And two, like so much of DC revolves around politics, which is fine. Like that's lovely. The Capitol, it's important. You know, all of that, the Senate, the White House, all of that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not interested in a career in politics. And um, I'm not saying that, that I would have to work in some kind of political sphere if I like applied to jobs here, but it just like, um, if I'm applying to jobs like in LA, more stuff in LA revolves around like entertainment and like the industry. And even though I wanna do a, a, a job in like graphic design and that kind of stuff, um, or maybe writing, there are more chances to write about or design like stuff revolving the entertainment industry, if that makes sense. Like every time, I swear to God, every single time I see a job posting and maybe it's my confirmation bias, but I swear to God, every single time I see like a reporter post a job or something for DC, it's like politics. Like everything here is about politics and that's fine, but I don't want to do that. Okay. I, like I'm not interested. Like I was looking at gra graphic design jobs and like there are graphic design jobs, but it's like graphic design jobs for like companies that deal with stuff that I'm not interested in. I don't feel qualified for. I'm not making any sense, but I am in my head. So hopefully you, you understand what I'm saying. But anyways, I'm just not interested in living in DC. Like I'm not, it doesn't interest me. Now you're like, Emmy, what about New York? Your sister lives in New York. I'm not interested in living in New York either. Because if there's one thing I love more than anything, well, I don't know if more than anything, but it's something that I really love doing. It's driving places. Driving for me really became like a huge coping mechanism. I didn't get my license until I was 19. And um, I was really like scared of driving for a very long time. But then I got my license. Um, and I honestly, I think part of it had to do with COVID. But like when COVID hit and I was on campus alone, like I would just drive around like Gambier and Mount Vernon and like, I wouldn't necessarily go anywhere, but I just drive around like, and and it was like, I think personally that Gambier is like so beautiful and it was really peaceful and quiet. And um, it just, it became such a coping mechanism for me and such a sense of like security to just drive around listening to music. Um, and I love my car and I just honestly don't think I could live somewhere where I, like, obviously you can drive in New York, but why would I move to New York where like, I don't know. I was there for a week and we, we did bring our, like my mom brought her car, um, or my dad's car. It doesn't matter. Anyways, we had a car because we drove there and then like just to get around we went to Brooklyn a few times to look for like furniture for my sister and stuff like that like we had a car and like just being in the car with my mother while she was driving around New York City I was like I never want to do this in my life that's the opposite of like peaceful and like 
calming and like all of that you know I feel like it would just be way more stressful um and realistically like I just I wouldn't use my car that much so I was like I'm not interested in living in New York um plus my sister lives there so I feel like I can go as much as I want without having to live in New York not that they're like again New York's lovely I just I really like driving so I eventually I settled on California because um of all the reasons I mentioned of like the near the entertainment industry, um, I can drive. And um, honestly, the weather, like I, I'm not one of those people who's like, I hate snow. I can't deal with the cold. Like I, I like the snow and I like the cold. Um, but I, I really like would like to live somewhere at least for like the foreseeable future where like it's not cold all the time and it doesn't snow and also I can get a tan all the time because I feel my prettiest when I'm tan um I am at heart from Venezuela so I'm um, not at heart just in general like in in real in reality I am in fact from Venezuela um and that's in the Caribbean it's like warm there all the time um and I think I would like that for a little bit. Um, I'm saying I'm um, a lot. But anyways, yeah, so I, I really want to move to California is my point. And like, I don't know. I have the privilege of like my parents are allowing to, me to live here as long as I need to. And um, and so I, I'm like, because I want to eventually like, because I see my future living in California and I want to live in California. Um, I've only been applying to jobs there for the most part. Um, at first I was looking at specifically newspaper magazine jobs. Then I like widened the search. I started applying to like, um, anything that was like editorial assistance, like I, I I applied to be an editorial assistant for Goop, which is one of the Valtrus company. They rejected me. Um, but that's okay. I don't feel like I was that good of a fit. But then I'd like, I, like I, I'm applying to so many like different kinds of jobs now. Um, I never saw like, I don't know. I've never, I don't think I would be that good of a reporter. I, I don't have, I haven't reported like truly in a while. I mean, I wrote an article for the Collegiate Magazine, which again, will be out sometime soon. And that one, like I did a lot of like research for, um, but it was primarily research and then a couple interviews. And then um, a lot of it was my own story. Um, so I don't know how much that counts as reporting. Although I, I do feel like I, I know how to interview people and I know how to do research. I know how to do like a lot of things that go with reporting like I feel like I could I could do it but what I want more than anything is to be on the design side of that so I've been applying to magazine design jobs and stuff like that and those are still like the jobs I want to do the most but um you know that old adage or whatever the you like it's easier to get a job when you have a job or whatever so I I've been applying to just graphic design jobs in general but like I said at the beginning of this episode I feel like my resume doesn't convey how well I know graphic design and how like genuinely I would be able to do like I while most of my experience is with publications like I genuinely feel so confident and cap like about my abilities as a graphic designer that I really think I could do anything like I could design a logo I could design like social media assets like I, I, I can design anything um I like literally find myself like whether it's like a musician's logo like 
cover art for something, like so many things, um, book covers, actual like magazines and books. I find myself constantly packaging, even packaging for like food. Like I find myself constantly like in my head editing, like what I would have done differently and what I think would make the design and the message much more like clean and concise and like better. I'm always like judging font choices and font combinations. Like it, it's very natural to me and I genuinely feel like I know how to do it and I'm capable, but I don't feel like my resume conveys that. So I don't know. Those are the jobs that I'm looking for specifically, but I don't know. I, I do really like writing and I feel like I'm a good writer. And I think that if I was some kind of like research assistant or like an editorial assistant, like I, I feel like I could, I could do well with those jobs. I went to the writer's college or whatever. Um, like I know how to write and I was an English major, but I haven't had like an editing job or anything like that. Actually ever, I never, I was never an editor in high school. Cause I, I went straight to, I wanted to be the features editor in high school, um, but they gave me the, the, the design job instead. And then I held that until I graduated. Um, I did write for her campus while I was at Kenyon and I wrote an op-ed and um, I wrote another article for the Collegian with my friend Sophie once. I think it was reviewing Miss Americana um, or not the Miss Americana documentary, I believe, something like that. Or what, no, 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 it was the folklore. Um, long pond sessions thing um I did review Miss Americana but that was for her campus I wrote a lot for her campus um one of which was my honestly this was one of my proudest articles was the bachelor franchise is racist which is why I'm like they'll never hire me and that's okay um not hire me like they'll never cast me anyways not that I, I don't want to be on the bachelor what 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 is my point for any of this? I don't know. I guess I'm just updating people on my life who listen to these and are like, "What's Emmy doing with her life?" Like the truth, the truth is truly nothing with my time. Um, I mean, that's not true. Like I am doing things with my time, and I'm trying my best to make this gap in my resume like worthwhile and like fun. And like the truth is, even though this podcast is mostly for fun, just the way my like YouTube channel was, like it is nice to like get some experience with like editing and have structure. And hopefully it shows initiative that when I don't have anything going on professionally, I'm like still staying busy because I do like, like maybe this is the lie of capitalism, but I like having a job. I like having a job. I like having things to do. I, I like the structure, okay? And even jobs that I haven't, like, loved. Like, I, I worked at a photo studio, and, like, there were a lot of issues with, like, that job that, like, it, would, it wouldn't be my ideal job. Like, it wouldn't. Um, not because I didn't love the actual work of it, but I didn't have a... And maybe this is, like, something with, like, it was part-time um, over the summer, but it, I didn't have a fixed schedule, and... Um, also, sometimes when you're dealing with customers, it can get really annoying. Um, I like I genuinely thought a lot of the the photography was um, of children, and I thought like, oh my god, I don't know how to deal with children. Like it's gonna be annoying. But um, the annoying part, honestly, for the most part, what like wasn't the children. It was just their parents. Um, there was this one time, which I'm not gonna like give out the whole details, but like. 
this kid was like close to like like destroying something and I asked his mother I was like can you please stop him and she was like you're really telling a four-year-old to stop and it's like (laughs) no ma'am I mean I didn't say this to her but like I I wasn't telling him to stop I didn't go up to him and be like hey Tommy his name wasn't Tommy I don't remember his name but I didn't go up to him and I was like can you please stop ripping that like I asked her if she could stop him because I was being paid like minimum wage and I would have probably like it would have come out of my paycheck if he had damaged like one of the backgrounds or something probably I don't know anyways um that was like a I did I did enjoy a lot and I learned a lot about photography like I I fancy myself an amateur photographer I enjoy taking photos my Favorite photo isn't like portrait photography. It's more like I really like taking pictures of nature and animals. Like that's the kind of photography I enjoy doing the most. Um, but I learned a lot about portrait portrait photography, angles, all of that, lighting, blah, blah, blah. Um, my least favorite part of the jobs was sales, though. I hate selling people things because I'm like, like, you're always supposed to upsell, right? Like you have deals and you're like, oh, you know, you get these photos, but if you get the CD, like, and you you get the CD for a discount price, if you buy, and I just hated selling people the CD. Um, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess this, it, but anyways, what is my point? I don't have a point to anything I'm saying. I, I have widened the scope of the jobs I'm applying to. I started applying to some photography jobs, um, stuff like that, because I really just want a job. I, 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 anyways, I was saying that I really like working and I really like having a job, even like when it's exhausting and maybe like, you know, the grass is always greener. Maybe it's because right now, like I'm sitting at home, like 90% of the time, like twiddling my thumbs, like waiting for something to happen to me. Like maybe if my life was more interesting, I wouldn't be like, God, I want a job. Um, but the truth is I just, I really like structure and I have this problem. And I do say it's a problem because I understand that psychologically it is not healthy to like put your value on like outward things you need to find intrinsic value instead of like finding value in like outward things like jobs and and money and all of that you know um but I do like have this issue with my brain (laughs) that if I'm not being productive or I'm not like contributing to something like I genuinely feel like I'm worthless and I know that that's not healthy because human beings have worth outside of like the labor that they produce for like corporations or whatever. But um, it's just how I feel for me. And it's not necessarily just like physical like labor, like in school, like that was different because I'm, I'm like being productive there. I'm like writing things, I'm reading things, I'm, I'm doing something with my time. Um, And it's part of the reason I've always like really been drawn to like, newspaper production and like design is because I'm like I am contributing something tangible um that is so important to like the overall package and just as important as the actual story like it like I don't know it always made me feel really good because in high school even when like so the way my high school newspaper worked is that it was a class journalism was a class and you were graded on 
like the articles you wrote um and every like every month you would have to because we were it was monthly it wasn't weekly which now seems so quaint but um it was a monthly paper and everybody wrote an article every month and you were graded on that article um and that was your grade it was pretty easy like doing the class as long as you turned in the paper and like turned in your article and made the edits and like all of that like it was less about like is your article the best thing you've ever written and more just like are you doing the work um but anyways so or maybe that was maybe I was just a good writer because I I never got like B's on my (laughs) articles it was always like A's um but anyways and then the section editors would decide like ultimately what stories got in and everything so everybody would write a story but not everybody's story would go to print um but no matter if my story went to print or not I was always designing before I was like in charge of the design team I was always designing like at least page so I always felt like I was contributing something to the overall product we were creating um and I, and I just I loved that feeling I loved feeling like like I was doing something that mattered even if it was something small so that that's why I've always really liked it and like I don't know. That's why I loved, like, when I was, my last semester at Kenyon, I was designing the newspaper by myself, and everybody was like, oh my god. (laughs) Like, I'm kidding, but genuinely, a lot of people would be like, that sounds so hard. And I'm like, it is, but honestly, the ego boost (laughs) and, like, the validation I got from, like, everybody who was constantly like, I mean, this newspaper would fall apart without you, like, overpowered any, like, exhaustion I felt of like doing it because it really and and again I really just love doing it I also got into such a good rhythm um and routine when it came to designing it by myself that I I had like similar like you know I had one when I was when I had a co-designer but it was just different when I was doing it by myself because it was like my co-design editor always did things that I never ended up having to do because he worked like the first shift he would like convert all the photos to tiffs like there were a lot of things that I didn't have to do my first semester because he he would like start it and I would like finish the first night and then I would start the first night and he'd finish or I would start the first night I would start the second night and he would finish the second night like we we split it but um when I was doing it by myself like I had to do everything um so a lot of it was like I had to I got into a really good routine to make sure that I wasn't like slowing down and there was a lot less like dead time when I was doing it all by myself because I was like there is only one person doing like all this work so I had to like constantly be doing stuff and like making sure that um I was always like making sure that whatever stories were done were already like on a page so it wasn't like the whole section's done and now you have to design like the whole section um as soon as the story came in I'd put it on the page and like that way when the whole section was finished I really only had to make finishing touches and then it was done um but anyways who cares that was a tangent but anyways I I really I really liked it I felt like I was doing something I felt important I felt needed and as much as I know that I need to learn how to like value myself as a person if I'm not creating something and I'm not like needed by others um 
I still like feel the most fulfilled when I'm like doing something. And I mean, it's part of the reason I, I got a cat is because like I, there's always some motivation because I'm taking care of her. Like I'm not just, you know what I mean? Like I always have some reason to be and to do because I'm taking care of another um, living being in Ivy. So like I, I do always have something to do, but it's just, it's not the same as like producing something or like having a job. Um, so yeah, I really want a job. Life post-grad. Okay, now I'm gonna like, that. that's, I guess, a bit of an update on my life. I'm applying to jobs in California. I've recently widened my scope. I've been applying to photography jobs too. Um, the thing is, I, I always, like, when I worked for admissions at Kenyon, I would get asked, like, about post-grad stuff. And um, I remember just being like, I'm kind of leaving all my options open. And the reality for me was that that was because I, while I have things that I would like to do, there are so many different career paths that I genuinely feel like I'd be so happy going down. Um that while I have like ideal ones and things I'd rather do more, like I'd rather design newspapers and like have a writing job. If I have to write every day, like I'll, I'll like, that would be really fun too. Um, I've never seen myself like being a photographer for a living just because I don't think I'm the best photographer ever. Um, I don't know. Okay. Here's like, I think the reason I, 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 I mean, I, I, I'm I love designing and I love I love that genuinely but I also think part of the reason I want to do that job is because I feel and maybe they go hand in hand but I feel like that's my like strongest skill like I feel like that's what I'm best at like I've always like I know and maybe it's because I haven't worked with that many people who have like that much in design knowledge but it's like I know a lot of people who I feel like are better writers than me who are better editors than me I mean I'm not an editor but like uh, people who have skills better photographers than me like I feel like so many people are, are like better photographers like I know that I know how to take photos and I know I'm capable of doing things and I've taken a lot of really good photos in my day, okay? Like, yes, I have I have skills. I know how to use a camera. I know what aperture and all of that is. Um, like, I, I know those things, but I don't feel like I'm, like, the best at it. And I genuinely, like, I know I'm not the best person in the entire world when it comes to InDesign. But I know it so well because I've been using it for so long that it just, it feels so easy to me and it feels so... Like, I, I have, like, one of my biggest insecurities is feeling stupid and feeling, like, incapable. And I just never feel that way when it comes to InDesign. Like, I've never, I've, I just don't feel that way. Like, I know how to use InDesign. And maybe I, do, like, I don't know how to do every single thing when it comes to InDesign. But, like, I know I can figure it out. You know how easy it is to watch, like, an InDesign tutorial on YouTube and then, like, figure it out two seconds later? Like I, I also, I, maybe it's years of doing it, but I, I just feel like I'll read an article and I can picture the design. Like I can picture what 
the layout needs to look like to get the story across. I mean, when it comes to like a weekly newspaper, a lot of the time it's just like getting the stories on the page and the photo and having it look neat and clean. Um, But when you're working with things like magazines or like long form stories or like, you know, like there's a lot more room and you're like, what is the story saying and how can the design like aid the storytelling? Because at the end of the day, you want the design to help convey what the heart of the story is. Like you want the content of the story to not clash with the like visual presentation of it. Unless like, obviously, unless like there's some reason that you want it to clash and there's some dissonance you're trying to create and yada, yada, yada. Um, but it's, it's just really easy for me to read a story and be like, okay, this is what this story is about at its core. How can I get that across through the design? that makes sense and and it's not like I instantly like know how to do the like final products I'm envisioning but I can figure it out really easily I'll like there are also a lot of things that I like I knew how to do once and I've forgotten but like I know how to like I can just look it up and figure it out like it's super instinctual to me like I just I know when it comes to design I can figure it out even like I was designing a logo and I had this idea that I wanted to like do a little like um, stick figure, not drawing, but like outline of old Kenyan. And I was like, I don't know how to do this on InDesign, but I do know how to do this on Illustrator. However, I do not have Illustrator. So I found a dupe of Illustrator that has similar... Um, characteristics um but it was free so I downloaded that and then I made the old Kenyan thing on that and I just I figured out how to do it like I I've only used illustrator like a little bit and I only like I know how to use it minimally but like I can figure it out um and it just like it feels easy and it makes sense to me and I just want a design job very badly I do love writing and I do feel like I'm good at writing but I just feel like graphic design and newspaper design and magazine design, like that kind of thing, I feel like is more my specialty. I, yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people know how to use InDesign, but I feel like the passion I have for like design, and I don't know, I, I'm, I've been thinking about this a lot lately when applying to jobs and stuff. But when I did a piece, um, when I did lighting design for a piece in, in the fall dance concert at Kenyon, um, we had to have like design statements that we wrote. And my, I remember my professor saying that you could tell that I cared a lot about like the story and the narrative of the dance um, because I focused a lot about like that kind of, like following the story and making sure the lights helped tell the story. And I've been thinking about that a lot and I feel like that is very important as well when it comes to design. Like I said, is helping tell the story and convey the story. Um, and I feel like that kind of like English major mind that I have and like how much I value storytelling um, along with the skills I have for design, like I just, I feel like I'd be really good at it. And I, I mean, I know I'm good at it, but I just, I feel like I would be so good doing it professionally because it's like I have both of those 
skills. Like not only do I know InDesign and I know like newspaper design rules and like magazine design rules and like what it takes to like make a good page. Um, I also know like the narrative side of it and like I value like that part of it too. And I, I don't know. (laughs) I just, I think at the end of the day, what we've learned today is that Emmy would be the best designer ever and that if you know somebody, you should hire me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I really, like, more than anything, want to, like, design magazines. And hopefully, I don't know, maybe I can maybe I can get a design job. Right now, I'm just, I'm looking for graphic design jobs in anything because I'm, like, any, like, paid graphic design experience will hopefully help propel me. Um, I'm also probably designing a magazine soon, but that's besides the point. Um, also, if you happen to like, if you're watching this and you ever started a magazine, um, and you need somebody to design it, I'll do it for free. I'm trying to build my resume. I'll design anything for free. I have so much time going on and I genuinely like, it makes me so happy. I just, I love doing it. Um, yeah if you're like starting a publication you need help with some kind of graphic design thing you want to know what the difference between a sans serif font and a serif font is and why they should go together and how to pair fonts together and like anything if you design a book cover and you are like how could this be better send it over to me yes nick Fayal, this is directory <laughs> nick Fayal is a is a former bachelor and he recently announced that he is releasing a book and the cover I have notes so does my twin sister like I can make it so much better for you Nick Bial did you hire a graphic designer to do it or did you make it yourself um anyways see this is what I'm saying I'll like look at something and I'll be like I could have done that better um and that really only happens to me when it comes to graphic design like I don't know um I really want a job I do, as I've said, I have photography experience, like professional ones. So I've been applying to some photography jobs because I, I do think I would genuinely enjoy that. I just don't think it would, it would like to the same extent as graphic design jobs. But anyways, I'm looking for graphic design jobs in California if you know anybody who's hiring. Or you need like a personal assistant in California. Like I'm very good at like just logistical things, like taking, you know, I, I can be productive and like schedule things and like all of that, you know, I would be a great personal assistant, but I don't know. I really, I don't know. <sighs> I guess my whole point of all of this, and I've gone on many tangents and that's not what I really thought this was going to be. I thought this was going to be about my opinions of what life post-grad has looked like for me so far, but I, I guess all of the other stuff is important. I... I'm just like genuinely struggling. Like I, if you know me, did not have the best time in college. I, the end for me was really, really great. Like genuinely, um, as soon as I started being able to talk about like my trauma and working through the way, um, I like working through a lot of that stuff because a lot of my, trauma at Kenyan went hand in hand with, to me, feeling silenced and feeling like I wasn't able to talk about things that I went through. 
And because of that, a lot of it was repressed and then it manifested in unhealthy ways. And I wasn't able to work through any of it because I, I wasn't able to acknowledge that it was trauma and that certain things had happened to me that weren't my fault and that I didn't just deserve everything that happened to me. And when I finally was able to start talking about it and um, letting it go, not letting it go because it's not something that I can just like, I'll probably live with like a lot of lasting effects forever. But I was able to start advocating for myself and hopefully using my story and things that I've gone through to push for better futures for other people at Kenyan. And that's part of um, what my article for the magazine is about, which will either be my next episode or the one after that will be about my least favorite things about Kenyan, my favorite things about Kenyan, talking a little bit about my article and linking it down below whenever that comes out. Um, I don't think it'll be the next one because I'm having some friends on at some point. Anyways, that was a tangent. My point was that when I was finally able to like come to terms with the trauma that I had experienced my first year and talk through it and um, start like truly healing from it. Um, and when I was like finally accommodated and I was able to handle like the course load that I was on and all of that. And a lot of that went hand in hand and I ended up like finding friends in my place at Kenyan and my home and everything kind of fell into place at the same time. Um, all like Kenyan was really great for me at the end because of all of those things. But college in general was a very hard experience for me. And I always knew, no matter how many times I was like, I want to drop out of college. <laughs> like for me, it always, like a lot of it was, I felt really stupid at Kenyan. And again, that went back to me not being properly accommodated and my course would being too much for me to handle with everything I was dealing with mentally. Um, like I, I'm not stupid and I was never too stupid to be at Kenyan. I was just dealing with things and I needed support that I was not receiving. But anyways, I always like had this idea that I was like, college has been hard for me, but the thing is like, I know, and a lot of this honestly came hand in hand with dealing with like a lot of hard things at Kenyan is by the time I was a senior, I was like, I, I know that I am capable and smart and, um, and I've, I've gotten a lot out of this experience, this college experience, both the good and the bad. Like I learned so much at Kenyan and the person I am today is like way better than I could have ever imagined me becoming. Um, and unfortunately a lot of that has to do with the bad stuff that I dealt with, but not, not because of the bad stuff, but the way that I grew in spite of it, in spite of it, and the way that I pushed through and grew and learned to advocate for myself and learned, if that makes sense, like the way that I was able to push through the things I went through and grow from them um, in spite of all the bad that happened. I was able to become very capable I, I don't know how confident I am, but way more confident than I was going in. I, I, I feel like shaky on a lot of things, but I am confident in my capabilities as a human being and like my ability to persevere and to keep going and to make the most out of things that are less than ideal. Like I, I know that I will get through things. Like when things are bad, I, I don't doubt 
that they will be better again at some point, I guess. And that's why I've, I've, I don't know. I, I've been up and down with this whole like post-grad journey because half the time I'm like, I'm still hopeful that like something will come and that in a few months, like I'll like look around and be like, my life is at peace the way that it was rough. But I, I got there eventually at Kenyon and I was like, I, I feel good here. Like I do. Um, I don't know. I, I've been able to remain pretty hopeful that that will happen for me. Um, but I don't know. Right now, it's it's hard to feel hopeful, and I've been getting really discouraged. And like, it it's gotten really hard. It's gotten really hard because I I knew that it was going to be hard. I didn't think I was going to get a job right away. I was an English major at a liberal arts college. Like, I I didn't think I was going to like poof get a job right away. Um, I expected a few rejections. I just genuinely thought maybe I'd have like an interview by now. Like I'd have some kind of like progress in the job application process. And I I have none. Like I haven't heard back from anybody. Um, I mean, I've heard back in the like, we are rejecting you emails, but like never in the like, you're moving on to the next pro, like here's a design test. Let's do an interview. None of that. Um, there was one job in, in Annapolis that called me back and was like, can we set up an interview? But I called them back and I was like, when would you like to set up the interview? Um, and they never called me back. So I don't know. That was too long for me to follow up now. But anyways, I, I don't know. I'm like, maybe I sounded stupid on that answer and call and they were like, we don't want her. But I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm starting to feel really bad about myself. (laughs) Um, and I don't know. I feel like I, I know I'm not going to get like the perfect job right out of college and I'm fine with that, but I, I've applied to a lot of jobs that I'm like, this isn't my ideal job, but it's like something I would enjoy doing. Um, because I, like, I, I don't think I've been picky in any way, but I, I do think that because I'm lucky enough that I can live with my parents until I find something, I'm very much looking for a job where I'm like, it's not, it's not going to make my state of living and my mental like health worse by having this job, if that makes any sense. Um, and like, uh, yeah, there are just some jobs that I know would like make me feel worse about myself and make me more depressed. And that's not what I want out of a career, like out of a job. So like, you know, but I, I, there are some jobs that I've applied to and I'm like, this isn't what I would like dream of doing, but I need a job. So, but I don't know. That's where I'm at. It'd be nice if this podcast blew up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't really care. Like, I do care. Not about this podcast's success. I mean, I do care about this podcast's success in the, in the sense that I would like to enjoy myself doing it. And I would like people who are watching it to enjoy watching it. And, um... Like, you know, like I care about the product and that I'm putting effort into it, but I'm not like doing this because I think it's going to like make me like Joe Rogan. Not that I'd want to be Joe Rogan. He's just the first podcast host that I thought of. Well, he's also like the most popular podcast, whatever. I'm not talking about him. Anyways, what was my point? My point is we're almost at an hour, so I should probably wrap this up. This podcast episode was all over the place, and I would like to thank you if you stuck through it. If you would like to, please like and subscribe. Um, 
turn on your, your bell notifications. Comment down below any suggestions you have for future episodes. Um, I'm in a funk right now because, like I've said, it's like the whole job application thing is getting to me. Um, but I won't always feel this way. And tomorrow's a better day. Or tomorrow, tomorrow's a new day. Hopefully it'll be better. Be better. But <sighs> this podcast was all over the place because I just needed to to vent for an hour. Um, it's just hard too because I know I said I was going to finish, but um, I went on so many tangents that I feel like there were things I didn't get to say. But it's just hard because I feel like I don't know anybody who's at this same point in their lives that like I don't know my sister graduated a semester before me so now she has an apartment and a job and it took her a while to get there but she's not in this place now like the same like emotional and like place I am and so it's just hard because I feel very alone and my parents and all their friends are just at way different points in their lives. Anytime I see people, it's like my parents' acquaintances or friends. And I'm like, not that like pe people at different ages, like you don't under, but I just, I, I feel very like lost um, and alone in a lot of senses. And it's just, it's depressing me. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just, I genuinely... I wasn't trying to put like pressure on myself to find a job really soon or to move out of my parents' house anytime soon. Like I was like, it's okay if it takes me a while. But honestly, like this semester at Kenyon, like happening and everybody like, like that was really hard for me. Sorry, my mouth is all dry and I didn't bring water, but I was really scared to leave Kenyan because I one because it's scary to move on with your life um and I I don't I don't I don't want to be in college right now like I'm happy that I moved on and I graduated and I'm like so grateful that I, I graduated I did have a nightmare that like I like three months out failed to class and they like called me and they were like Emmy we need to revoke your degree or something. And I needed to go back. And I was like, I'm not going back. Like, I just won't have a college degree. Like, I'm out of here. I'm not coming back. Um, I did have a dream like that the other day. But, um, like, I'm, gl I'm glad to be done with college. And I did very much feel ready to move on with my life. But I feel like I haven't moved on with my life because I'm living in my parents' house. And I don't have any prospects and everybody's lives at Kenyon like moved on without me and like the newspaper's doing just fine. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't have a friend group, but I don't know. I feel like everybody's lives have just moved on even though I'm not in them. And I feel like that'd be easier if I hadn't, if I had also moved on with my life, but I haven't. And I just feel like the semester is going to end and I'm still not going to have found a job. And it's going to be, like, really depressing. So, I don't know. I'll probably visit at some point. I, again, I'm going to talk more about my Kenyan experience in a later episode. Which I've said, like, five times now because I'm so annoying. But, anyways, it it's just getting hard. I'm I'm tired. I'm really tired. And, like, I just... 
I kind of wish somebody would give me a chance. I'm a really, I'm a really, like, good worker. Like, genuinely. I have plenty of issues, but I have a very good work ethic. And, like, the skills I have, like, you will never find anybody. Maybe you will, but I've never found anybody who would love to design your newspaper more than me. Like, I swear to God, you will never find somebody who is more, like, genuinely content to do the work, even if she's doing it entirely by herself while managing a full course. Like, I, I was designing, like, the newspaper by myself while I was managing a full course load. I had a job in admissions, and, I like, I was doing so much my last semester, and I still just loved doing it. Like, I'm serious. Hire me to design your newspaper. Anyways, um, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to cry on camera, but I was pretty close to crying just then. <sighs> Anyways, I'm, I'm at an hour. This episode was all over the place. Thank you to the people who watch. Please like and subscribe, comment down below, all of that. Please share this podcast with anybody you think would be interested in it. It helps me so much. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Let me see if there's anything else I want to say. Oh, the Emmy Award. Um, the Emmy Award for, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of anything. I just want to say though, that whenever there have been moments in my life where I've really been struggling and I feel like nobody understands me, like I always feel the need to, to say like, like, I always felt the need to tell, like, college freshmen, like, if it sucks right now, that's okay. If you, like, understand how I'm feeling and you're like, I, I don't know. I also, okay, I know I'm at an hour, but I keep thinking of more things I want to say. I feel like there's something, and maybe I'm just trying to make myself feel better by saying this, but I feel like there's something particular about coming out of a residential college, like a four-year residential college, and then going into the real world, because it's like, I've never had like a lease, like I've never had an apartment, like, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I did technically sign up, like, I, I was on a lease for a little bit when I lived with my sister. So maybe this doesn't apply, but I, I feel like when you go from living, like, with, like, your entire world is like, in that campus like it's like it just it feels so hard I feel like I never see people I'm lonely I don't know maybe it's something about coming back and like living in Maryland I also like I I, I didn't come back here every summer so it feels very odd now because I, I I didn't used to come back here every summer during college but anyways thank you for watching Thank you for your patience. I appreciate um, anybody who listens to these genuinely. My parents don't even listen. So like if you're listening, you probably love me more than my parents. I'm kidding. Monique and Pablo are busy. It's not their fault. But um, thank you. Oh, I was going to give an Emmy Award and then I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, the Emmy Award for the podcast you should share with other people goes to the Emmy Awards. I know that's lame, but please share this. I'm putting a lot of thought and effort into it and I'm depressed, so you should like be nice to me. If not, you're, you don't. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say something, but it's like unnecessary. 
Anyways, I do just want to say that being mentally ill is really hard. And when you're going through big transitions, it can be especially hard because if there's one thing I feel like I value a lot in my life, it's like stability and like routine. And um, right now, nothing is routine and nothing is consistent in my life except these podcasts. And that's why it like matters to me so much. And that's why I'm like, please share. And like, because it really is like my one source of like consistency and something I feel like I'm putting out into the world in this weird time in my life when I feel like I don't have that much going on. Um, Although again, things are happening soon. I do have an article coming out, I think, soon. Not I think, it is coming out soon. Um, But anyways, thanks again.